a pushover everyman, an intergalactic tyrant, and Hulk Hogan, the space warrior. It's Suburban Commando, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Suck. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema. Cinema, one and all. I am Steven. And I'm Matt. And we are in for a very, very special episode. It is uh, not only the appearance of one of our guests, but it is the first appearance of a couple on uh, on this. Yes. This, this, I just I realized hum- what you were saying. I almost <laughs> said humble, but we're more lowly than anything. Yeah. <laughs> on this show. Uh, thank you for tuning back in with us. Hope you enjoyed uh, Matt leading the discussion last week on Just for Kicks. Good job, Matt. I think it turned out very well, Matt. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed the show thus far. We're on episode 12. Thank you for allowing us mm-hmm. to to make it this Thank far. Thank you for not getting us canceled. Exactly. And uh, hopefully we don't say anything this week to get us canceled because one of our guests is a loose cannon. Uh, yeah. But we'll get to that. We them. won't tell you which one. Yes. We won't <laughs> tell you which one. It may subvert your expectation. However, before we get into who's on the show with us, we're talking Suburban Commando today, like you heard at the top. We're excited to talk about that with uh, not just in general, but again with our guests. But before all that, Matt, why don't you let everyone know where they can find us? Sorry, I was burping. Uh, mm. You can find us on Instagram. We're at SucktasticPod, mm-hmm. so make sure to go follow us on there. You can also find us on Twitter at SucktasticCin, C-I-N for cinema. You are are sucktastic sinners and you are all very sucktastic if you are new here and just joining for our guests hello welcome hopefully you continue to listen and if you are continuing to listen uh, from previous weeks welcome back uh so you can also find us on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify itunes wherever you get your podcast make sure to download subscribe uh however whatever means of uh of joining uh whatever particular podcast and make sure wherever applicable uh to give us five star uh ratings and reviews it's very helpful to us thank you very much matt and uh without further ado it's movie time and now for our feature presentation Suburban Commando was released October 4th, 1991, so just a few short months away from its 30th anniversary, so I should be expecting a 30th anniversary. Need a Criterion Collection. Steel book, <laughs> uh, much like the 25th anniversary you for know, Ed. I wouldn't be surprised if they re-release a Blu-ray and they had cool artwork on it. You know, I think they should. I really think they should. It's a cult movie. At least I would think I would think it's like a cult movie. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Burt Kennedy, P.I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not really. Uh, he's not really, I mean, he might have been a private investigator, but Burt Kennedy, P.I., uh, sounds like a 70s TV show, uh, starring Hulk Hogan as Shep Ramsey. Terry Hulk Hogan. Terry Hulk Hogan, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Terry, Hulk Hogan's not even his last name. No. <laughs> his real last name. <laughs> All right, so, we're going to break kayfabe. Terry. Okay, yeah, Terry Bollea. No, Terry Hogan. What are you, stupid? <laughs> um, Hogan's real. Christopher Lloyd as Charlie Wilcox. Shelley Duvall as Jenny Wilcox. The great Larry Miller as Adrian Belts. William Ball as General Souter, and Joanne Deering as Margie, with Jack Elam as Colonel Dusty McCowell, Tony Longo, and The Undertaker as Knuckles <laughs> and Hutch. A box office of $6 million on an $11 million budget, so a box office bomb. And uh, with us today to talk about this, uh, this early 90s romp, um, 
We've had one of them on one of our shows before on the Radcast, uh, but making her podcast debut with us uh, first is Stephanie Von Arks. Hello, Stephanie. I just waved. I just realized that's <laughs> so not a just, thing. She's on this. completely beside herself. She forgets. <laughs> she so forgets star-truck. what the medium is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so starstruck no to be on this. No reason to be. Um, and <laughs> I appreciate it. Though. Also joining us because we said it's a couple. So uh, joining us is um, her even half. Uh, <laughs> making his Sucktastic Cinema debut, but you can hear him on the Radcast on a couple very lively episodes. Dave Little is with us. Oh, Hello, yeah. Dave. What's up, sinners? <laughs> I'm Dave Little. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Radcast is no more. Screw those guys. We're yeah. back. <laughs> those guys are stupid They idiots got canceled for a reason. Yeah, okay. it, exactly. Oh, okay, Dave. I hate those guys. Dave, take an Adderall. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> David's just, that would help, actually. <laughs> actually, that's not a bad so we're, idea. We're excited. David, <laughs> Stephanie, thank you for joining us. We will get into Suburban Commando. Two, two good friends of ours, but also two people who listened to this show, who, who listened to and supported the Radcast, maybe follow their lead and go check that out. Um, but guys, thank you again for being on. We're excited to talk about this movie with you. Um, and as you guys probably know, we have a segment on this show. Before we get into the movie itself, uh, if it's a movie that's been released on VHS, we have the segment, What Was on the VHS Open? Mm. Would you guys like to participate in that? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I only, I only saw this on TV. Well, did, did you guys own it on VHS? <laughs> no, no, but I, I found it on YouTube, and I don't know if you can get a little closer to the mic there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we, I found it on YouTube. Um, so we didn't own, we only ever watched on a DVD, um, but I found the opening on YouTube if you guys would like to hear it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it Do opens. you guys know what VHS are? Um, yes. 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 <laughs> I, okay. I nodded. I forgot that you have to talk on this Stephanie thing. Stephanie looked at me very disgustedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the VHS open, it opens up with the New Line Cinema logo and the FBI warning, and then it's a promo from Hulk Hogan, who's in his full WWF regalia, <laughs> uh, thanking the viewer for their purchase of the VHS and saying, those who bought it are the true Hulkamaniacs, and poor kids who can't afford VHSs are posers. <laughs> yes. uh, this is true. He yes. said that verbatim. Verbatim. Did he really? Yeah. He no, said posers well, brothers. Oh, <laughs> posers brothers. Um, oh, posers brothers. <laughs> Moral stories, dude. Don't be poor. Yes. Um, I'm on a body slam. Uh, he also shills his Hulk Hogan wrestling challenge game, which is like a 900 number. Um, and then we get to actual movies. Uh, so the actual game was the 900 it's like number? A one, it's like a 900 number. And then he, then I, he said, like, I'll give you all the updates about the WWF. And, like, I can imagine you calling, and it's like a pre-recorded message that says, update on the WWF. Eat your vitamins and say your prayers. Click. Yeah, <laughs> what I the mean, hell? I'd hate to have him on a... Well, uh, I think he'd be a horrible phone sex guy. <laughs> <laughs> what would that sound like? <laughs> he'd be like, oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, brother. But oh. I'm a girl. Uh, uh, I don't want you to uh, drop the leg uh, just yet. <laughs> Not yet. Just wait. Oh, go lower, dude. Uh, Hawking off. Oh, oh, go lower, dude. <laughs> Once I drop that leg, it's over, brother. <laughs> Even if you're not done, dude. <laughs> not, I'm leaving. <laughs> Time's up. Uh, insert coin. Uh, <laughs> pay phone. Press one for extra minutes. It's an arcade game. Insert tokens. Yeah. Hogan um, sex sex capades. <laughs> so down to actual movies. Uh, coming to the theater near you, the Lawnmower Man. Which mm. did you ever see that, Dave? Yes. Yeah. 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 With yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Which had, uh, well. 
they're hard to watch nowadays, but I mean, it was a big deal because it was mostly computer, right? Uh, yeah, there was, was like yes, computer was, graphics, yeah. mm-hmm. and it uh, it was a Stephen King adaptation. Yes, that's mm-hmm. why I knew what it was. Yeah. Yep. Um. So props to them for 1991 doing something that's yeah. more computer graphic generated. Um. And then a movie I'd never heard of called The Taking of Beverly Hills. Mm. Which yeah. Is, have, you, the have, title sounds familiar. I'm trying. Yeah. To... Essentially, it's like these these like these thieves po like they pose like the biggest heist in history, and they. Um, they make it look like a like a huge like toxic outbreak mm-hmm. went out oh. in like a rich neighborhood in Beverly Hills, and so everybody they had has, to like evacuate. Yeah, Beverly and everyone Hills. has to quarantine. It leaves it open for the SWAT team, which are, I guess are the are the thieves, um, to start taking all these rich people's belongings. But the the person who's left in his house because he was I guess trapped in a bubble bath. I don't know. <laughs> is this famous quarterback named Boomer L. Jamis. Boomer Jamis. Boomer Wells. Yeah. Uh, it's bo- it's Boomer something. But yeah. uh, essentially, it's this NFL or professional football quarterback who has to take down a whole um, yeah. ring of thieves. Like, the only, his his one-liner in the trailer is, I'm not playing defense! <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> his uh, one-liner. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you imagine him practicing that? I'm not playing defense. No, I should yell it. I'm not playing defense. <laughs> when you said that, you reminded me of Keanu Reeves. And you're like, I'm not playing defense. <laughs> I'm not playing defense. I'm not playing right. defense, brother. <laughs> yes. Hulk, yeah. Hulk, Hulk Hogan's Hulk. in all these movies. Wait a second. Go back to Lawnmower Man. Who Was that Ralph Fiennes? Ra- uh, no, it's, Ray, a, Fiennes. It's, Ray Fiennes. It's Pierce Brosnan and some other guy. Oh, I feel like that's a familiar character or actor. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, so and then it, and then that's just those are the coming attractions and yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, it's funny because Don Don LaFontaine famous you know movie yeah. trailer guy yeah, yeah that guy um, he's doing like the um, take of Beverly Hills thing and it's like mm-hmm. Chuck Wool mm. and it's like who he's like this, <laughs> he's gonna be the actual star of the nineties <laughs> with this with this famous tagline I don't play defense. <laughs> <laughs> even even if it's a, like a civil war movie, <laughs> he's he's dressed like he's in the nineties. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine him being a nominee at Oscar? Oscar, That's Chuck Wool. I'm not playing defense. I'm not playing defense. Like Chuck Wool. Chuck Chuck Wool taking of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm not playing defense. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Chuck Wool taking of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I like. I'd like to thank uh, the offense for not making me play defense. <laughs> Dave just spit his beer out because that was such a funny was a comment. Take. <laughs> Blooper reel, if that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise we'll get into suburban command. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 the listener, you didn't see it, but I think Stephanie just said Dave almost spit out his beer. No, Steven's... he did spit out. Oh, his so beer. we got a spit take. So there's, there's, a, there's a puddle of beer over my. <laughs> I think he made it to the trash can. <laughs> We're okay. Uh, oh my god. This is off to a rousing start. Ah. I love it. So guys. What? When was the first time you watched <laughs> Suburban Commando? <laughs> oh my God. Um, so I, the first time I watched it was actually with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. I'd say like January, February, it maybe. Was a, it was a few like months February, ago. Yeah, Probably yeah. February. It was early into the year. 
Um, That's the first time I watched it. And then I watched it again last night. And then I watched it again a few minutes ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Diligent. We appreciate uh, studiousness and diligence. Yes. yes. So good job. You are allowed to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... <laughs> Okay, Dave's turning turn down the thermostat. Uh, Dave, did you grow up watching this movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, thanks. <laughs> yes, this was actually the Hulk Hogan movie that I liked a lot. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man, that was so funny. <laughs> Wasn't, 1991 was a big Hogan year in wrestling, too, so. Was yeah, it? I mean, it was, uh, it was still, it was, yeah. it was still, it was like pre-steroid trial, so of course, of course, you know, still running wild. mid, mid into the late 80s was prime Hulkamania, yeah. WWF, and then into the 90s, yeah. um, it's still, 91, is yeah, so 91, it was, it was he still, was, still he running was, wild. He was the biggest name in yeah. wrestling. It, 91 yeah. was around the time, um, I'd say October '91 was around the time the Ric Flair came into the WWF. So 90, yeah, he came in about nine, 90, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So they wanted a big Hulk Hogan Ric Flair match, yeah. and I mean that was the dream match that a lot mm-hmm. of people wanted. Yeah, yeah. Ric Flair is the biggest name in the NWA territory mm-hmm. and um, Jim Crockett promotions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, Suburban Commando was a movie that we. So we got. If you listen to our Mr. Nanny episode with a mutual friend of all of us, Katie Leggett, um, we it, it came on. It came on a two pack, Mr. Nanny and Suburban Commando that our mom got at like Sam's Club, oh, and uh, yeah. that it was a movie we would watch. Pretty, I mean, yeah, for, for kind of every now and then. It's of the Hulk Hogan movies, and I know a lot of people would say, "Oh, that's not saying much." It is kind of saying much in this because because Mr. Nanny. And it was a, you know, it was a, it was a I think it's a cult favorite family yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. I think Suburban Commando is the, his best movie. I think the, the suit, it, although it looks ridiculous today, I was a fan of the way he looked. I, th- yeah. I thought he looked kind of cool back then. I, yeah. I, when I was watching it with Stephanie, I was like, this movie, I used to think he looked so awesome with those jets. Yeah. yeah. And now I, I was like, can you believe I used to think this movie was the the shit <laughs> well you when you're a kid and especially yeah. in the 90s at that time right when yeah. before styles have changed like <laughs> right. that was but even when i was yeah. a kid i was always you know like hawk hogan's in it and then it's also mm-hmm. got another like famous like probably arguably the the greatest wrestler of all time probably at least in the mount rushmore mm-hmm. christopher lloyd yeah <laughs> exactly yeah exactly no christopher lloyd i even knew him as a kid so i was oh yeah i, I liked Roger it i actually Rabbit. didn't know undertaker was in it until like later yeah probably oh, really? in the 2000s yeah. Yeah. yeah and this was before undertaker became a wrestler yeah so but. it's weird because like when it was filming he wasn't in the wwe yet yep yeah um but then it came out after he had already debuted yeah. So it's like, so it was kind of, it was, when I first saw him in it, I thought, oh, this is before he was in the WWF, yeah. but like it kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, it was before he was like, and he, and he, the he, play, he plays like a bounty hunter, but let's not forget Tony Longo. Is yeah. The Trisket other, Mesmer. Yeah, Trisket Mesmer from Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. Yes. Is oh, the other yeah. bounty hunter. And then, um, uh, um, Jake Ryan's buddy in, uh, 16 Candles. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, they got the the funny bit to where they're doing pull ups and they pan down as the the scene's about to end and they're standing on things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's just a funny John Hughes mm-hmm. bit. Uh, but yeah, Sean Tony, Murphy. Sean, Sean Sean Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> Little Giants fans out there. Sean Murphy has a brief 
moment in here. He that, starts off in the arcade. Yes. Then, uh, that is Sean Murphy. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. he the one that's like playing the, the video game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's Whoa. like, no one could beat the Drago or whatever. Yeah, Dragos. Come on, Dragos. Come on, Dragos. <laughs> and he broke the game, yeah. Use uh, your torpedoes. It's like, I'm out. He's <laughs> like, what are you talking Wait, about? who was he, for reference, who was he in Little Giants? He was Sean the last Murphy. one that got picked. Uh, oh, yeah. that Sean Murphy. By, oh. Yeah, by the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Your dad. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and Star Kid, he was in Star Kid. Yeah. Oh, you didn't watch that. Never mind. Never seen. I that. just ate Star Crunch. <laughs> Those are disgusting. Yes, they are. Um, so the movie opens up on a cheap-looking dog fight in space. And a giant <laughs> ship then comes in a frame, and it's tracked in a way reminiscent of Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not even some of the best bits, I think. <laughs> I, I just hated his ship. His ship looks like crap. It, it was, it was so another stupid. spit take, yeah. by the way. Um, it, it was, yeah, it looked stupid. Uh, we then see a prominent space political figure, which is like a president of a planetary system, I guess. Yeah, I thought uh, it was like Earth's president, but I was like, wait, no. Oh, why, why is Earth's president up in, in space? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> was he abducted? His last, <laughs> we've probed your but, Mr. President, this is, last, <laughs> this is the last time a President Rhodes shotgun on an Apollo mission. Yeah, which it's making more sense now that it's a different, a different yeah. president from a different planetary yeah. system. Uh, so, prominent space political figure I just put on here, being held captive by the evil General Souter. Souter gives a typical evil guy monologue, laying out his evil intentions. When there's seemingly no hope, we hear a commotion. Shep Ramsey. Souter's henchmen and guards are being dispatched by space warrior Shep Ramsey. Have you ever made a meatball? <laughs> uh, uh, is, uh, what was that? Angels in the Outfield? No, that, that's Chef Ram- Gordon Ramsay. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Chef Ramsey. Oh, Chef yes. Ramsey. Oh, okay. I, I, I honestly didn't know his first name was Chef. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you guys were. <laughs> I thought you guys were joking. Gordon, no. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. What That's the what fuck he says. are you doing? <laughs> what? You guys are fucking oh my God. pigs. This would be a much better movie if it was him <laughs> as Ramsay. As it's like, I'm going to save the president. It's like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep on interrupting you. Steve, no, 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 you're fine. So you, that, you're fine. It's this, encouraged, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, oh, if we're, we're doing interruptions, yeah, can we please, please note the uh, fake Star Wars? I want to let you know that that yes. was not the composer of Star Wars, although it sounds John exactly Williams. like him. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you cleared that up because a lot of people are probably confused <laughs> watching it. They're like, how did John, John, John Williams? Na-na-na-na. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a very cheap, like, space heroic yeah. Yeah. You know, score. Although I am so surprised the... that they were able to afford Jingle Bells. <laughs> why? Why Jingle why Bells? Jingle bells? I'm sure that's pretty royalty-free by this point. Yeah. I don't think well, anyone owns thing. Jingle Bells. Well, here's the thing. Why, just because they're frozen, doesn't mean you have to play a Christmas song. I, th- I, think, I think that's a comedic bit. Uh, like, I know. But still. What would you have preferred they play? Um, Cold as Ice by Foreigner. Uh, <laughs> Cold as Ice. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, fine. I'm being Mull stubborn. It over. But, but Jingle Bell, I don't know. I just... That that whole scene where he I don't know we'll, we'll talk we'll get there we'll get there, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get there. Uh, after a slew of one-liners and a trail of bodies Shep finds himself <laughs> in the room Suter is holding the politician captive. Suter has his men overpower and restrain Shep and he himself holds our hero at gunpoint. All the while the politician frees one of his hands from his own restraints yeah. and he throws a giant credit card at Suter. <laughs> 
The razor-sharp edged weapon cuts off Suter's hand, <laughs> holding the gun, and this causes Suter to see red. We see yeah. Suter's eyes turn yellow, and he starts making guttural noises. <laughs> he makes for the politician and starts choking him. Chef gets free and gets the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, doesn't even save the politician. <laughs> Effectively <laughs> abandoning his mission. <laughs> yeah. Shep enacts a self-destruct of Suter's ship and starts making his way into an air duct, which is where his uh, his uh, his boots come into play to where he like, oh, has yeah. like, the smoke coming out of his boots, yeah. and he's, he's hauling ass, quote-unquote, through yeah. the air duct. Yeah. He's going very slowly for something that's supposed to make him go fast. Well, he's, yeah, well, all that shit's weighing him down. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's like 400 pounds. That yeah. and his jets weren't firing fire. It was just... Sparks phase, yeah, a <laughs> yeah, little yeah. bit of sparks and it's, smoke. It was like, uh, it's like a smoke show you'd see at a rock concert, pretty <laughs> much. He had dry ice in there, not yeah. gunpowder or whatever. Uh, and he finds himself in an escape pod. Shep narrowly escapes, but starts having trouble with the pod as it starts to loop the loop, and he starts frantically oh, yeah. tapping his wrists and whimpering, Come on, stabilize! <laughs> stabilize! <laughs> He's like, come on, come on, come on. In a come very on. convincing manner. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Stabilize! Like, oh, this is why they got him, because mm-hmm. of the acumen. He needs an, o- he, yeah. he needs an Oscar. He's, he's very good at portraying desperation. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you, ever, you ever seen him, like, taking a... Uh, um, you ever see him before he hulks up and he looks yeah. at the crowd and he's like, yeah, like a like a chimp, yeah, <laughs> or an orangutan. Um, but uh, you ever see him sell a club to the back from Andre the Giant? Oh, that's exactly. that's agony right there. Yeah, um, it does stabilize and he gets back to his ship. On his ship, Shep gets a transmission from a superior, which we don't see again. Which I wish we kind of would have. I kind of like that I character. Think, yeah, like it, at least like a transmission, like when he's on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say something else? I was, but I don't know if you're going to cover it. But the fact Go that the, the thing went dead, and then, oh, oh, he's there again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, he, ship. Because oh. he's like, I'm not tired or something. Because he's yeah. like, you'll stress out. He's like, I'm not stressed. And he like breaks his dies, control panel. And then, yeah. nope, nope, he's there again. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. okay, all's good. Like, I, thought oh, I thought he was gone. I thought he was alone there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So on his ship, yeah, Shep gets a transmission from his spirit who tells him his escape was all well and good, but he let the politician die. Uh, so that's kind of a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, and he doesn't bring it up until later. He's not like Ship. He's, he, he, he encourages him to take time off. Right, yeah. Yeah, be, yeah because that he mm-hmm. lets someone die yeah. instead of like scolding well, him. Well, it's not die. so much that. It's uh, so neither man seemed to be bothered by the fact that a politician yeah. died. They kind of just carry on. And Shep asks what his next mission is. So it's uh, the superior hints that Shep is losing his touch because uh, he's supposed to help people. He saved people so yeah. they live and he's letting them die apparently yeah. um he was so, scared sure sure he insinuates <laughs> chef is stressed scary out credit card yeah, yeah exactly. exactly you know don't maybe, leave home without it you should leave home without i'm surprised it. he didn't say something like whoa no leave home without it uh we'll get we'll get into his great one-liners in this yeah point. uh but the superior indicates that he's stressed out and just like matt and Stephanie had said, uh, Shep exclaims he isn't stressed out and slams his fist on his control console. His little tantrum shorts out his power source, and his superior tells him he has to find somewhere to recharge. Shep gets indignant at this fact, but ultimately his boss convinces Shep to land on the nearest planet to recharge both his literal and figurative batteries. Earth. After logging off with his boss, Shep gets disgusted at what the nearest planet is, Earth. Um, and then we get the opening credits and a nice little early 90s hip-hop track, fresh with a Hulk yeah. Hogan audio drop. It's a nice place to live, but I wouldn't want to visit. It's a boat. Best set. I know we said Mr. Nanny had a great soundtrack, 
But I, think, I didn't say that. Well, I did. Okay. Mr. Um, Nanny didn't have John Williams. So. That, that's true. Oh, yeah. They had Buster, Buster Poindexter, <laughs> yeah. who is the same. Oh, yeah, they, okay. John Williams. That's, yeah. who, that's who this movie had. The off-brand John Williams. Yeah, yes. exactly. Gene Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, while the song plays, we then happen upon a man welding something while wearing a dress shirt and tie. Lloyd. This is our other hero, Charlie Wilcox, played by the oh, great... Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Charlie Wilcox is your average family-oriented everyman. The problem is he's a doormat for others. His family's struggling to pay the bills, which Charlie seems to be, which Charlie seeks to remedy by asking for a raise at work. However, he doesn't want to risk a no and be seen as ungrateful, so he lacks the nerves to go through with it. Even an erotic headlock from his wife doesn't yeah. fully put the passion into him in his raging boner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> Shelly Duvall plays his wife, and she, like, puts him in a headlock. She's like, Charlie, yeah. you got to ask for this raise. He's like, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. That was a good Shelly Duvall. No, when, Char- she, when she said, I'll try. No, Charlie, Shelly Duvall and said, no, I Charlie, oh. Shelly Duvall oh. is choking Shelly Duvall out. <laughs> Charlie, you have to get a raise. Yeah. Uh, you gotta get a raise or I'll divorce you, Charlie. I'll go to Popeye. Uh, she was in the yeah. movie Popeye. Or I'll be Mother Goose and tell fairy tales. Who knows? Or I'll go on Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll move into a big hotel. Yeah, like, yeah. The, sh- like the Shining. Like the Shining. Yeah. Uh, Charlie deals with a troublesome stoplight and a shitty car. Uh, the stoplight is a recurring thing. Yeah. Which I don't know why he doesn't just blaze through a yellow light that's that's the thing is he's timid and doesn't take chances okay yeah. i was wondering about because i knew that there was something symbolic about it because it yeah. kept happening yeah and i was like okay what am i supposed to be getting yeah. out of what this moment yeah so he's waiting <laughs> what does this mean he's waiting at a stoplight and then it goes and on the way to the next stoplight that one turns yellow and he slams on the brakes while other people go around him honking which i don't blame them because that's really yeah. dangerous yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then he goes backwards. And I guess he he stumbles upon the same people in traffic every day, right? Because yeah, those it, guys appear like again it. a couple it, times yeah, later. Yeah, this seems mm-hmm. like a, a constant thing. You mm-hmm. can kind of tell. Yeah, it's like it, and it wouldn't be surprising because, of course, if you all seem to be going to work every day and leaving at the same time, it's very possible to be yeah. running into the same people. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. like the intro to the Drew Carey show. Or they're all, everyone who works at the same place is in traffic together. Yes, and uh, they all get out and start seeing Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, <laughs> that happens in this movie. That was, yes. Uh, out of, Hulk out Hogan's of, playing the bass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, just like he did Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that story? No. Hulk, Hulk Hogan says in interviews that he sent Metallica a tape for a tryout oh on the bass. When, the, when Metallica's bassist Cliff Burton died, he said he sent them a tape. And, but the guys from Metallica said that they've never even heard that story. So it's funny to imagine Hulk Hogan and Metallica. Oh, man. And he can't keep up when they're playing Master of Puppets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So Charlie has to deal with the troublesome stoplight and his shitty car. And once he gets to work uh, in front of uh, his boss's secretary, Marcy, or Margie, mm. um, he's, t- he's talking himself up and getting hyped to ask for, nay, demand a raise yeah but when presented with the situation he gets no words in edgewise when he's dealing with this fast talking slime ball of a boss adrian belts played by the incomparable larry miller yeah um Mar- margie marcy margie <clears throat> marcy marcy yeah. dalgren frost she's kind of like the uh she's kind of like a no-nonsense woman of the 90s woman of the 90s yeah as you'll see later when she kind of stands up to shep yeah you know, I don't know. I just uh, I don't. I ain't gonna say anything. I'll just. Uh, I've never seen a secretary like that. That's all. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, they're yeah. usually doormats. Like, oh, what would you need? What would uh, you like? Well, yeah. 
you know, sometimes they could be confident, but yeah, mm-hmm. not like she, that. She, you can tell she's probably a really good gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Like if people are trying to call for Adrian, she's really good at weeding people out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Adrian is a, a slimeball, yeah. douchebag, air. Arrogant prick. Probably type talked guy. his way into that position. He obviously yeah. doesn't know anything about Taking architecture. Other ideas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, Char- it's kind of Charlie's the back. Charlie's work's kind of the yeah. backbone of the company. Yeah. But Adrian um, demands this hard work from Charlie. Um, he's given backhanded compliments in an effort to be manipulated to work more. Charlie is. And in order to make his boss look good, so I'm sure that's probably part mm-hmm. of the course, yep. um, as Adrian grabs the blueprints that Charlie had worked on all weekend for a new project that uh, that they're going to be celebrating and wanting to have a party yeah. for. Do we know like what the project is at all? Or? It's got to be like a, a mall or... Yeah. What, 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 what kind of architectural projects were popping up in the 90s? Malls. Malls. Mini marts. Yeah. Um, Arcades. There are these Japanese financial backers that yeah. the company is going to be going, going with, and he shows he shows Charlie these awards um, that he's won made out of um, like well, these crystals. What were they made out of? It was like a peranthian crystals or something like that. I, I can't um, remember. I have it written know. down because it comes up later yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Charlie has this interaction with yeah. Adrian Belts, and he's pretty much. De- doesn't get a word in and it's kind of his head spinning because Adrian's kind of mm. talking to him in his circles and Charlie kind of um, not it's you can tell he's not so happy but he's yeah. like you know I spent all weekend on these yeah the, like because um, Christopher Lloyd is the standout in this movie because mm-hmm. he's the best actor yeah. in this movie I think Christopher Lloyd should have been the villain though like, I, like I it's think like Roger Rabbit well yeah but I no, I think that. he would have done a lot better than the guy. I think those guys should have swapped roles. I think yeah. the other guy could have played but the dad. But. I feel like he's a lot more likable to be devil's yeah. advocate. Sure. Um, I think he's a lot more likable of a person. I don't think I would have like really empathized with the other guy as much. Mm-hmm. But Christopher Lloyd, I'm like, oh, I love oh, him. Yeah, I'm yeah. on his side. He's probably just great. Yeah, because yeah. the page master. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I get no, what he, you're saying, too, because he's, he's more talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he... But because he's so talented, he could have played a villain and he could have played the hero, and you'd like him either way. Yeah. Uh, anybody reasons. has talent yeah. to be able to work with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. If, if you can keep up with Hogan, <laughs> then you can keep up with anybody. Yep. Yeah. To carry him, make yeah. him look good. Yeah, exactly. Much like people has to have to work with Hogan in the wrestling ring to make him look good. Yeah. Um, but uh, pretty much belts downplays Charlie's efforts. Um, and then he turns around and takes credit for yeah. him when he's ushering Charlie out. Yeah. And uh, the group of Japanese business people wait to be let in. It's like, oh, I've been working all weekend on as, this. Yeah, yeah, as the door closes, Adrian's kissing the asses of the business people and taking credit for Charlie's work. And Charlie's left in a worse position than when he started. Back to Shep, who crash lands in an abandoned roller rink. Um, and then he, he, like, he gets out of a ship, and then he goes to turn on, like, a, a tr- yeah. like a a switch in the and roller like disco rink. music this like second rate yeah. disco music starts playing yeah. and he's like he's like earth lanes <laughs> stuff like that yeah. um shep starts out on one of his many walkthroughs town ta- walk walks through town which are moments used to illustrate the fish out of water element yeah um, people are gawking at him and laughing at yeah. what a sideshow freak yeah. he is they're gawking and commenting on how ridiculous shep looks a foreign market owner threatens him with a broom uh, a <laughs> don't group, know why yeah, yeah this is all happening as he's walking by it's not like yeah. it's not focusing on these people uh, <laughs> if you get just a drastic zoom in on the foreign yeah. like the market <laughs> opener it's like get out of here and he's all he's all sweaty yeah. and it's almost like a sepia tone yeah on him. there's like a well, there's like a high-pitched for no reason <laughs> 
Um, so a former market owner with a broom, a group of women giggle at his space get-up, and, sh- and Shep destroys a perfectly good RC Cola machine just because <laughs> it wouldn't give a businesswoman her money back. <laughs> My favorite is the dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that just shows that he is truly here for fairness yeah. mm-hmm. and for helping. Well, he's here to recharge. He hates Earth. <laughs> that too. He's here for truth, justice in the American way. Yes. <laughs> truth, but justice, dogs. He everywhere. did not like the way the dog was treated. Kindness, so it, kindness for animals trans translates through galaxies. Transcends. Yes, yeah, trans- you know, It's universal. Are you, yeah. Is that in your notes? Oh yeah, it's the dog. A, yeah, so okay. yeah, the, the dog's no, owner. No, no, the dog's owner looks to, like. Jake you don't have to Roberts. apologize. Well, no, this is important right here. This is good symbolism right here. Because uh, people do do this shit. Yeah, he, yeah. he happens upon a dog. You actually was perfect leading into what I was talking about here. <laughs> so it's a dog with a muzzle barking in a car out in the hot sun. The dog's owner, a slobby man with a uh, severely receding hairline who looks like Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, when we were watching but, this, we were both like Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> tells the dog to shut up. The man is, it's across from a restaurant he's at, and he's eating a plate of spaghetti. Um, he tells the dog to shut up. Shep doesn't take kindly, too kindly to this, and we see him approach the owner, who asks Shep what the hell he wants. The shot goes dark, and the next shot we see the dog eating pasta and Shep walking mm-hmm. off in the man's clothes as the man and the hog is hogtied with the muzzle on and the car shouting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who Justice knows, is served. Who knows, yeah. who knows what else Shep did to that douchebag dog owner after taking his clothes? A few pink bellies. Paint brushed across the dome, a pop or two in the asshole. <laughs> like what did, did when Hogan was, or I'm sorry, when Shep was looking into you the say car, <laughs> when Thunderlips was looking to, <laughs> when when he was looking into Daddy the car, Hulk. didn't he say something to the dog? Was he like hot or something like that? He's, it was, it was, yeah. They high fived each other. <laughs> I think, they I think, connected. It looks delicious. <laughs> they licked oh, each other's lips. Yeah. Well, like I don't know. I the the point I'm getting at is like yeah if I if I if it was a hundred dogs and I a hundred degrees yeah in a car and I saw a dog and they're suffocating if or it, a baby yeah would break the window mm-hmm. yeah and probably also slash if it was hundred dogs yeah and too. then I would wait <laughs> yeah. for the owner to come and then I'd slash the rest of his tires <laughs> you, you slash one in front of him and then you want to slash the other three in front <laughs> right. of right like yeah. he he just cares about. All living things, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. fairness. Shep or Dave? Oh, both. <laughs> yeah. I would hope. I thought you were making a case <laughs> for Dave. You're like, guys, stop ridiculing him. He cares for all living things. <laughs> he cares things. about everything. Yeah, all living things. <laughs> Fuck you, plants. <laughs> Fuck you, plants. <laughs> they say you're living, but I don't believe it. <laughs> what do you contribute to society? Where's your proof? <laughs> they want me to sing to you like some kind of asshole. <laughs> sing to my Just plants. Just kidding, I love plants. I'm a green guy. <laughs> I'm a yeah. green guy. Yeah. Dr. Plants. Green Thumb. Plants are great. Exactly. Uh, Shep also happens upon a flyer advertising an apartment for rent. Charlie gets home, and we see not only does he get his balls busted by his boss, and he also gets in trouble from his fat. Oh, he also gets trouble from his fat, greasy hick neighbor who parks his drag cars in yeah. front of Charlie's driveway. So I have a couple things with this. Okay. So the the apartment for rent sign it's it's one paper on a telephone <laughs> yeah. pole with an arrow pointing. <laughs> down the street, but it doesn't have address information, anything. So is he just going door to door, being like, just like holding out the page, saying, "I want to rent the apartment." Then just walking, "I want to rent the apartment." How many times the cops called? Yeah, exactly. Just I could see him ripping someone's door off. I want to rent the apartment. Goes up to someone's car. I want to rent the apartment. <laughs> What's the address? That way. <laughs> yeah, no it just says apartment no for vacancy. rent. Just apartment for rent with an arrow pointing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. 
uh, and it's on a lone telephone pole in like a random part of California. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Charlie uh, gets grief from uh, his uh, fat, sweaty neighbor, who is a character actor who's been in several yeah, yeah. other things. Who has uh, the best moment in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, which, which we'll get like to. the funniest pretty, line. We'll get to yeah. pretty soon here. And he has these drag cars he parks in front of Charlie's driveway. Mm. Charlie asks if they can move his car, and his beer-swilly neighbor suggests Charlie suck it up and park across the street. As if that wasn't enough, another neighbor, a retired military man with a lazy eye, dresses Charlie down about his lack of a backbone. Yeah. Everything thus far shown how spineless Charlie is. After getting Which in the house... frustrating, quite frankly. It's and, like, come on. And a car almost hit him. Like, yeah, he was yeah, opening exactly. up a speedy car that almost yeah. hit him. That'll factor in, too. Yeah. yeah. And then he had to get out of the way, and then he gets out of his car, and he's in the middle of the street, and then yeah. someone, like, has to stop abruptly and honks. He's like, look out, idiot, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like it's it's like last week when there was a, a blazing car coming down the street, and yeah. they almost hit the Sprouse twins. Mm-hmm. It's all It all sets up to how there's going to be a change in Charlie and eventually a change in Shep. A change in the Sprouse boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go listen to that episode. Or don't. <laughs> We don't get I led that episode. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, after getting All into right. the house, things continue to go wrong as his wife, Jenny, tells him her plan to help the family make more money was to convert Charlie's workshop into an apartment. And well, Charlie's- she's, she's dressed all sexy. Oh, yeah. He walks in and she's oh, dressed. Yeah. She's- and it looks gross. I think she looks better without the wig. I think she's a horrible actress. I, I, yeah. I think Hogan is a better actor. Yeah, oh I think Shelly. Duv- I think I think Hogan should start acting as Shelly Duvall be in the ring. Oh I, th- I think Hogan should have. I think they shouldn't have explained anything. Hogan just should have started playing Chris, Christopher Lloyd's wife. I think <laughs> and they don't draw any attention to it. I think Shelly Duvall should have been Thunderlips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why she didn't try out. Fair trade. I um, think Shelly Duvall should have been the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. she she tries she tries to be sexy to try and like help Charlie feel better. Mm. But I I like the dynamic between the two of them because he's like, "Honey, although I appreciate it, not really in the mood right now." She's like, "Okay," yeah. and she gets right. up and they actually, okay. they actually like talk stuff out. Yeah, and like really they don't get at each other's throats often. They're, yeah, they obviously chide each other. They play a this bit, in right? marriage counseling. Yes, class. Exactly. <laughs> this scene, it's like this is how you communicate. <laughs> uh, but this is after that. Jenny, like Jenny, she she lets go of the ruse and sees that Charlie's soft. Um, and uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh 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 oh. Um, but she uh, she tells him the idea uh, to make more money for the families. She converted his apartment, yeah. his, not his apartment, his workshop into apartment, which Charlie is incensed about but not curious on how Jenny was able to convert the space in eight hours time. Exactly. I don't know if you guys like had that same question, but Charlie leaves for work. He's got a full workshop in the garage, comes back and it's a fully furnished carpeted, like a part, like I yeah. did, did you guys catch that? Oh. Like the phone first viewing and you're like, right, what the hell? Like, how, how did she have time? Yeah, or exactly. How did this happen? How did you get, contractors to come out and completely redesign this room in less than yeah. what a day like yeah, yeah exactly like eight, we're, at we're least saying the, at least eight and a half in, hours in, in, like in the time yeah. that you know charlie was at yeah. work but but yeah, that explains so why, she, why she didn't have time to put their address on the for rent sign it just said apartment for rent with an air anything else yeah exactly um charlie opens uh oh the two bicker about the change and where charlie's going to use his tools and when they hear uh, bleh, 
they're bickering and Charlie's wondering where his tools are, when, mm-hmm. where he, he's going to set up his workshop. When they hear a banging on the door, Charlie opens the door to find Shep towering over him. Shep aggressively says he's there for the apartment. The two ask no questions. Yeah, the two, no background checks. And no Shep question, is shown yeah. to his new living space. He's yeah. like, Jenny, I think it's for you. Did she doesn't even, he doesn't even have any proof of like, uh, employment doesn't have any proof Enough. that he can even pay for it. Like, oh yeah, this random man can come. Yeah, first come first serve. He, he seems cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jenny and Charlie are in the kitchen having a spat, voicing their concern over a stranger with Roy Rage living within murdering distance of them. <laughs> when, <laughs> murdering distance. <laughs> when Shep walks in, holding the Wilcox children off the ground by their shirt and waist, respectively. Jenny demands Shep drop the kids, which is which he callously does. The, the kids are cool with it and seem to have no concern that a giant balding man with a mustache randomly grabbed them both and more than likely threatened them. Are these yours? Probably yeah. Are stormed, these yours? Probably stormed into their room. Like, you, you have Not to, bothering anyone. Yeah, exactly. Just, who are you? What are you doing here? Come here. What are you doing in my let house? Me, let me lift you up. Yeah, it's a come here. Oh, your life is better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine. Say something, Dave? No, I was just oh. thinking, was this before or after he like ate all their food? At yeah, yeah, they, they have they have a meal and he has no table manners. Mother he's Love, like, he's he like, eats, can I have more? <laughs> he eats all the mashed potatoes that yeah. Mother Love is serving. <laughs> oh, I, I just picture like the daughter walking. Maybe she has like those '90s headphones with like the thin yellow yeah, yeah. band and like you know those. She's small, got a, like the yellow she, her, black and, like, Walkman. Like her walk, she's yeah. just kind of walk like bop into her music walk into the bathroom and Shep comes out of nowhere and just grabs her insurgent yes <laughs> like what are you yes. what is this what is this thing? what is this device yeah <laughs> and then, then he puts it on and he's like finally some quiet <laughs> oh yeah peace and quiet it's from Mr. Nanny I would love a deleted scene to where he's interact because I wonder I wonder if they did have a scene where like the kids enter and they're like well and he's, he's like who are you what's your business say your business you know? yeah He's uh, choking the little boy. He's just, like, why aren't you saying anything? He's blue. He's uh, blue. Later on, we see... So, Shep shows no table manners, of course. Later on, we see Shep cocking weapons in his apartment as Charlie watches through the window. Possibly disappointed he wasn't seeing Shep undressing. <laughs> He's still curious as to what Shep is doing and who this mysterious stranger is. Shep leaves to go on a late-night stroll, and Charlie slinks into the apartment. Charlie uses one of Shep's weapons, which sends out a homing beacon to General Suter's men. Uh-oh. Remember, there's a guy. I know we we haven't gone back to General Suter because he's been uh, supposedly assumed dead. Yeah. But uh, we'll see pretty soon that he isn't. Someone's after Shep. Yes. We don't know it's General yeah. Suter yet. Su- but Suter's colonel uh, or the colonel of this army calls upon two brooding bounty hunters to track down Shep and rip his ass. Tony Longo and the Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had their own theme song too. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Christopher dun, Lloyd and Dennis the Menace also had his own theme dun, song. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, yes. Dun, dun, dun. The Switchblade Sam. See, if if nobody knows who Christopher Lloyd is. What? If, Are if you asking? Oh, okay. Nobody if, knows oh, okay. who Christopher Lloyd is. He has played such phen- phenomenal roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the 90s, rather. A wide and variety of roles. My mind is blown that One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest yeah. was his first like yeah. big yeah. role. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. But yeah. like he did so much for my childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to be honest with you, the, him in this movie, though he didn't do bad mm-hmm. as an actor, mm-hmm. but it's just not... Ugh. You, I, but I, he I, carried my, the movie. My, yeah. least favorite, my least favorite character. 
Yeah, I mean, my least favorite movie? Christopher Lloyd oh, okay. character mm-hmm. is in gotcha. this movie, yes. Um, you haven't seen the movie Food Fight, then. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, it's an animated movie. It's one of the worst movies of all time. But oh, gotcha. he, there, there are, like, distinct Christopher Lloyd deliveries. Like, when he says, I was frozen today! Like, yeah. It's like, no one else could deliver <laughs> it that way. Cadences. Yeah, definitely the cadence. Yeah, you know, like, think of, like, kind of him exasperated. Yeah, exactly. Food and he, Fight, huh? I don't it, know. Yeah, Never it's it's it. an animated movie. Don't even Charlie Sheen. They will have to watch it, it or was write like, it down. It was like in development for like ten years or something. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it, it's it's bad. Yeah. So Charlie leaves for work the next day to find Shep sitting in a beach chair working out with some of his workshop equipment. <laughs> After Charlie leaves, Shep hears screaming from in the house. He grabs a giant knife and hauls ass, and then tackles Jenny sitting on the couch yelling. She tells Shep stabbing if, her repeatedly. Yes. <laughs> no. Let stab her and let God sort it out. <laughs> uh, he, uh, where he grabs a giant knife, hauls ass, doing yelling. She tells Shep it's all good, and she's just trying some BS method of yelling, quote unquote, therapy. So mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, yeah, being hawked exactly. by. I hated that part. Yeah, yeah, she it's it's being hawked to her by one of her favorite trash TV daytime talk show hosts. That's the thing is that was the '90s was the rise of like the daytime talk shows like mm-hmm. uh, Jenny Jones. Uh, uh, I mean, even Oprah like Oprah. Became, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Or Ricky Lake. Lake. Povich. Yeah, Ricky Lake. Donahue. Well, Donahue was on in the afternoon. <laughs> Donahue. <laughs> Phil Donahue. <laughs> um, Maury Povich, although we know him as you know. If one of yeah. the greatest hosts for one of the greatest television yeah, shows, exactly. Mori Povich show. <laughs> yeah. uh, he started out as like a daytime talk show yeah. guy. Montel, well, one of his Montel, one yeah. of his things was he was a talk show host. Yeah, Jerry Springer started just as a normal like, daytime talk yeah. show, yeah. and then he became king of trash TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Shep then sees the mailman's hand dropping off mail through the slot. He charges to the door, ready to do some stabbing. <laughs> Jenny catches up to him before he can kill the mailman, and she apologizes to the guy, who is understandably pissed. Then the paper boy rides Maybe by. Maybe switch to decaf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then the paper boy rides by, and why isn't he at school? I don't know. Oh, yeah. And hits Shep with a chuck paper. He rides off laughing like a rascal, and Shep attempts to chase the brat down, but is held back by Jenny. After Jenny goes back in the house, Shep throws the paper back and seemingly nails the paper boy who is so much who is much further down the street. You know what? It's probably summer break because then the kids come down the street on the skateboards. Yeah. Or it could be the weekend. Something like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Either a Saturday or a yeah. summer. It's probably would, summer because would, they're not in school. I, yeah, I'd say summer break. Yeah. Uh, well, but well, they're going to school at the beginning of the movie. Oh, like the really? kids, are, like because like the kid, the kids are like leaving for school. Yeah, when maybe oh. maybe it's the last day of school. I don't know. Maybe we, we have we have a catchphrase on the show that says, "If the movie doesn't tell us, we don't know." Well, it's also <laughs> confusing because assumed to be hours later, but there isn't really a distinct cut between this mm. shot and the next shot with the skateboard kids because nothing indicates any passage of time. Yeah. Um, Shep throws a kid's skateboard for the hell of it. <laughs> well, Not really. What he there is a group of rad kids led by the brat in Full House that got his head stuck in the banister while being babysat by DJ <gasps> Tanner. Oh that yeah, kid. and they rub butter on his head. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, come on. Gibbler, <laughs> you got gobbler. Stuck. Yeah. He called her gobbler. That's right, he did call her Jimmy gobbler. gobbler. You're right. Oh god, but, that kid's an asshole. But it's a, he he leads a group of kids that includes yeah. Charlie's son up to um Charlie or up to Charlie's son's yeah. house because they're like, I hear there's a big guy down here. <laughs> and uh, I, you want to see a dead body? Yeah. He probably uh, killed someone this morning. So, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> The kids are stopped by the hulking Hulk, and uh, Charlie's son urges Shep to try his skateboard, to try Charlie's son's skateboard. You have to 
everyone, I th- I'm pretty sure you could just YouTube Hulk Hogan skateboarding. No, there, there is a Hulk Hogan yeah. skateboard moments in this movie. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, Shep smirks and gives it a try, but he's sent flying. The yeah. kids laugh at him, and then he throws the skateboard. Into space. Yeah. <laughs> After the kids scatter yeah. in fear for their Be- lives. Because we get a shot of the the bounty hunters, and they're in their spacecraft yeah. in space, and they see the skateboard fly that's by, right. and then they look at each other. So that's a funny little like, oh, yeah. visual gag. Um, so, yeah, the kids scatter in fear for their lives, and the lazy-eyed neighbor starts making fun of Shep and his boarding skills. Uh, Shep walks over in the two-swap military experience. As the two and they ca- swap spit. <laughs> start kissing each other. Remember, Stephanie? They start kissing each oh, other. Oh, yeah. After he says, my mom can stand on the skateboard yeah. longer than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that gets- <laughs> He doesn't stop. He starts swapping spit with the old guy. I know, but oh, that okay. was after. But yeah, so he's, he's like, come here, big boy. I'll it's, console it's you. That line Let of- me make you feel better. <laughs> it's- <laughs> it's- I'll show you a good time. <laughs> now, once yeah. you get... Get in the line of sight of my good eye. This this is how I used to kiss my friends in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are no there are no atheists in the foxhole. Yeah, it's like I, w- I went I went in to the infirmary for an STD, but I told him it was trench foot. <laughs> yeah. As to not uh, arouse suspicion. Arouse suspicion. Yes. Um, as the two connect, Charlie. So as the two are connecting, Charlie comes home, and the neighbor, the neighbor tells Shep to check this shit out. Go, <laughs> oh, Charlie Wilcox. Charlie Wilcox show right on time. Yeah. And Charlie's frustrated. His greasy, surly neighbor's drag car still in front of his driveway. Shep sees this, and the neighbor and his friends laughing at Charlie, and this burns him up. Shep says he hates bullies, and he goes over and lifts the drag car and walks it backwards to give Charlie access to his parking lot, or parking his, mm. his driveway. Gives him access to park. Enter the funniest line yeah. in the whole movie. The fat neighbor and his dirty friends start charging at Shep, and they ask Shep what he thinks they'll do to him for moving their shit. Unfazed by their posturing, Shep calls their bluff and starts coming up with a violent scenario of what he thinks they think they'll try to do. Preparing for their response now and a reason to throw them around, in a subversion of a typical of the typical expectations, the neighbor looks at him like he's crazy, tells him it's the nineties. It's the nineties. We'll sue. It, we'll sue you. <laughs> I will say there is maybe three or four like genuinely funny moments yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that's one of them. Yeah, like the and yeah. Oh, yes. you keep no, trying. I, no, please. I, I, yes, I heard you, and then I heard Dave. So you, you, you go first. Okay, it's also symbolic. Of what he's mm. used to, he's exactly. just used to fighting battles. He's a space mm. warrior. Yeah, he's used yeah. to fighting battles himself and saving people. Yeah. and then he goes to Earth. He's like, "Oh no, we'll just sue you. Yeah, like, exactly. Let's this just do nice. money. Let's settle yeah. this with money." Mm. Like, he, he's like yeah. describing the things, and his friends are like the hype men in the back. They're like, "Yeah, tell him." He's like, "He's like, we'll get you for liable." He's like, "And like, and mental, mental, uh, mental distress, mental distress." Like he's like, "You tell him." And he's like, we'll get you, pal. And the guy behind him is like, you'll be hearing from our attorneys. <laughs> That's right. a great delivery. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you nuts? This is 90s. We'll sue, sue you. <laughs> what are you going to say, Dave? No, I was just going to say, do you think uh, on the fight scenes, if it was anything like Hulk Hogan really is behind the scenes, would you think that he refused to sell <laughs> any, any hits or anything like that? Um, I don't. I won't go over for this guy. I won't go over for the fat, surly neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That greasy um, guy. Yeah, and there, I saw there's like a still 
on IMDb, there's a photo of what looks like to be a deleted scene to where there's more of an interaction between those two, mm-hmm. and yeah. but it's not in the movie. I like I like what they did, though. I like yeah. the direction they went. Yeah. It was really funny. And it's the last you see of the neighbor and his friends, which yeah. I think is a funny like a funny thing. There is no interaction between them later on to where they're like, like, like we'll we'll get you, buddy. Like so, I'm yeah. glad that, that was just one and done mm-hmm. with them. Um, so Shep is dumbfounded by this response, very because, like you said, Stephanie, he's probably used to he's used to fighting people. Mm-hmm. Um, so a group of teen, then the same group of teenagers from when they almost hit uh, Charlie, yeah. uh, come blazing down the residential street. Yeah, the two knuckle- like, oh, I think Tiffany lives yeah, over there. The two knuckleheads like aren't paying attention, so they don't see Charlie's son skateboarding in the street. As the car is barreling down on the kid, Charlie and Jenny are yelling for him to look out, but Shep springs into action and grabs him before he's flattened, which would be considerably not rad. (laughs) Very true. Angered, Shep chases down the teens, flips their car, takes one out as the other flees, and Charlie has to stop him from pummeling the pimply kid's face. Mm -hmm. After the Mm -hmm. teen hightails it, Shep Shep spins the overturned car and walks away. Who's going to clear that mess? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just sitting there in the middle of the street. Neighborhood watch. You know what? That makes me think of like I saw a meme and it was like, uh, the Avengers say, "Oh, I saved the city," and then it shows like a picture of the city and it's like yeah. cars turning yeah, and yeah, like a exactly. building on fire. It's yeah, like, exactly. I saved the city. Yeah, the relief efforts on that alone is going to take years. <laughs> well, that was yeah. well. On that note, it ticks me off that one there was a big criticism over like the Henry Cavill first Spider-Man movie, <laughs> Superman. <the> Spider-Man, <laughs> Superman movie. <laughs> that huh, that would have been something. Uh, the first Zack Snyder Sm- Superman Man of Steel, movie, yeah, yeah. yeah, Man of Steel, and people were like, "Who's like, what about all that destruction they caused?" And then on the other hand, like they're they're highly oh, praising, the Avengers is so yeah, great, rightly yeah. praising the Marvel yeah. movies, but yeah, yeah. like lest we forget all the damage the Avengers yeah. caused, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, what it's, it's right? like a superhero saves the city and shows the a picture of the city and it's yeah. like that's what made me think it was like this damaged car but oh he right. saved the day yeah, yeah but Iron exactly. Man put a, a nuke through the the black hole the portal yeah and saved the city <laughs> I will say it was addressed in okay, the first in the first Spider Man movie yeah. this time in Spider Man movie when the big like cleanup crew from that's true Starks yeah. from Stark introduced the Vulture yeah. yeah. So they do kind of address that yeah. there, and they do address all the damage in Batman v Superman for Superman. So yeah, get exactly. off its back, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanos the f- has insurance. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, the family bakes a cake to celebrate Shep's multiple assaults that day and his <laughs> impending court case for destruction of property. Not really. They, they baked him a cake for saving the little yeah. boy. Uh, the family takes a group picture that could eventually be Shep's undoing, but we will see. And he's like, you people eat this? It's like, yeah, it's chocolate cake. <laughs> ah, that alone should have... That was that part's weird, yeah. They're, they're surrounding him, watching him eat it. Yeah. <laughs> eat it. Well, standing it reminds over me him. of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, yeah, Grandpa, Grandpa. Grandpa. It's like yeah, they're all Shep, eat the cake, eat the cake, Shep, Is that the original, original, original yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. You had a look on your face. You looked <laughs> off the mic and like, uh, yes, I know it well. <laughs> no, I've it, only seen the newer ones. I lived it. I remember you guys it. watched uh, Applebee's. Or yeah, yeah, like. that's quite the story. Um, on Halloween a few years ago, uh, we went to Applebee's with a good friend of ours, Dan Lotta, who we'll have on the show later. All right. Um, All right. And, uh, it, I guess water. it was probably like maybe 10, 11 o'clock at night, and I guess they ran out of things to watch at Applebee's, and they put on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So, like, like anyone else see it? Like, it started, and I was just looking around, is anybody else, anybody going to do something about it? Okay, I guess I have to just let this happen. Yeah. 
Um, on Some kids my... are there after their baseball game. It <laughs> wasn't edited either, was it? It was just it like was on AMC. Well, it, actually, it was on, it was on, I think it was on IFC. So it oh, wasn't edited. It wasn't edited. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, um, yes. Back to a more wholesome movie. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're fine. It's it's perfectly all right. Uh, Shep then goes out for a nighttime bout of crime fighting. Those are, those are some of the best scenes. When yes. Shep goes out on his night walk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can tell you, but I'm, mind, I know yeah. you're going to bring no, it up. So. Yeah, I want Stephanie I to tell us. I should yeah. let Steven say Oh, well, yeah. I was going to see what he says, but I do have a favorite part of the Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. Oh, oh he... so Charlie's hot on the hat. What were you going to say? The... No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> Char- so Charlie is following Shep now, uh-huh. and he's hot on his heels trying to find out more about his house guest. Yeah. Shep stops a thief from running off with a woman's purse. He rips out the alarm function of a sassy car, which is oh. genuinely funny. Part yeah. number two, because um, uh, they had, especially in the late '80s and in the '90s, car alarm systems had like back, back. Back away from the car, yeah. like backs uh, yeah. on him, and it's this car alarm that's going. Like Shep gets yeah. too close to the car, it's like you're too close to the car because Shep's like tying his shoe, yeah. and it's starting to go off, and like the headlights are coming up and down, yeah. and Shep goes up to it and pulls out like the voice system. It's like wait, wait, we can talk about this. <laughs> yeah, wait, like, hold on, hold please, on. please, please, sir, don't. And <laughs> that's actually like that's a funny. Yeah. And part. then he crushes it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, he punches out a mime who thinks it's trapped in an invisible okay. force field. So yes. That is my part. Yeah. I yeah. love that part. It's so funny because he just sees this guy and he doesn't know what's happening. And he's like, you're he's, an invisible force field. I'll get you out. Yeah. Yes. And he's he's trying to help uh, like the whole theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, yeah, it's just so yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. And then he throws him he's, and it, he almost goes crashes through a window because <laughs> Shep's well intended because yeah. he's 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 still I'll a good you. guy yeah, and he's exactly. like oh, no yeah because he doesn't know what yeah he thinks is. he's just going around Which helping people yeah. like actually brings up um so there's a term called pathological altruism mm-hmm. which is actually being the opposite of a sociopath yeah gotcha. so you're doing good and it's actually causing harm as well. Right. Because, okay. So this movie actually does kind of it's a good um, example. Of they that. show this yeah. in psychology classes and mm. in universities. Yes. They show yeah, this movie. It's like yeah. the exact, yeah. uh, it's the exact opi- opposite of being of a, a sociopath. sociopath. Yeah. I will, however, say a lady getting mugged on the way to her car makes sense being at nighttime. A car yeah. alarm going off makes sense being at nighttime. Another moment we're going to run into doesn't yeah. make sense. And a mime performing doesn't <laughs> make sense at nighttime. In front of nobody. Yeah, yeah in exactly. the middle of nowhere in a very bad area. In, in front he, of a dumpster. Then when, like, when Shep, like, quote-unquote, helps him again, he's like, oh, I'm switching to the day shift. I was like, mimes work in shifts? <laughs> <laughs> Who employs you? Right. <laughs> uh, and also it? things that yeah. don't happen at night is arcades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, we'll get to that here in just <laughs> yeah. a second here. Because that, that part, because... I'll, I'll get to that part here in a second. <laughs> so Shep finds himself back at the abandoned roller rink, checking on the status of his ship. All the while, Charlie has found Shep's, Shep's hideout. Charlie hops in the ship after Shep goes away. It's a lot of Shep, Shep, and Charlie, Shep, yeah. Shep. Um, how many Sheps could a Charlie ship of a Shep could Charlie ship? <laughs> uh, Charlie hops in the ship and marvels at what he sees. 
Shep continues his nightly dalliance and happens upon a child struggling with a game in a late night yeah. arcade for orphan children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it doesn't make sense because a again something you usually wouldn't see late at night is an arcade open that late and a child in that arcade and then several other children show up to the arcade <laughs> yeah. out of yeah. nowhere after yeah. Shep wins the game. It's like yeah, it's like where'd all these kids come from? Right. <laughs> I was never allowed out without a parent yeah, at exactly. that point. Exactly. And, yeah, and there's no and, parental and supervision. And this kid is yeah. so distressed at this video game. He's like, they're killing me! Take this, Dragos! <laughs> and like, <laughs> they're Shep, killing me! Shep comes up, and he's like, use your, use your phaser guns! He's like, I'm out! <laughs> and it'd be one thing if they like casted parents as extras in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so no, no, it's, it's no just him and well, a bunch up, of kids. Yeah, up to that like, point, it's just... The one kid, Sean Murphy. Yes, yes. And, and like Je- we mentioned earlier. And but then, yeah, when Shep wins, all these kids like come out of nowhere. Yeah, right. where do all these kids come? From? Much like in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, when he frees all those children. Yeah, and they all oh, come whoa, whoa, him. whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you've adopted us now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Surprise! But, yeah. <laughs> so I would only theorize Anything that goes? it is a nightly orphanage that doubles as an, an arcade. arcade, and it's clearly a set that's dressed up to look like an right. arcade, not exactly. a real arcade. Um, yes. But he he beats the game so much. Here's another actually funny kind of visual gag. He beats the game, and the cabinet shakes and smokes. He's like, "Give it up, Dragos!" Yeah. And uh, and he he wins. He beats the game, and he beats it into submission. Yeah. Because like the cabinet short circuits. And breaks, and then a white flag comes up yeah. on the back. So I was like, okay, that's there's pretty some, funny. There's some funny bits of comedy. Yeah, and in the, this the movie. Sean Murphy is like, you did it. And they're like, yeah, like, you beat the game. He's like, what game? And he's confused, and all the kids laugh at him again. Yeah. Or another group of children laughs at him. He then encounters the same mime, like you were talking about, Stephanie. Who's is not this pre- the same night? This is the same this night. This is the same night. Yeah, yeah. And the mime now is pretending to climb a rope. In an effort to be helpful, Shep throws the mime onto a high rise. <laughs> Uh, Charlie is nosing through Shep's things while, cause Charlie's back at the roller yes, rink. Yes, Dave. Nah. Oh, you were <laughs> leaning in like you were going to say something. Oh, what, okay. what, Dave, what's your opinion on, um, on late night arcades slash orphanages? <laughs> oh man. Um, I was trying to open one last year, <laughs> but COVID hit. <laughs> so, so there's the, the orphanage is an arcade. Well, that's what it seems no, like. Yes. Cause like. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's Sorry, no... I just got, went to the bathroom, my bad. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's all right, shook you up a little bit. Yeah, I knew yeah, we yeah. were about to start talking about it. Of, this, <laughs> of, of the night walk, though, there's a lot that happens. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite part about his little night stroll? Oh, man, it's so hard because... Of... The music. Well, yeah, it's I was true, yeah. say, it's so hard because the movie sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> the sarcastic cinema. Yeah, we're talking about the movies. Good. It's true. That's that's fine. But like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, the, the mime, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. The mime, yeah. the, mime the arcade, because you, because Sean Murphy's in it. But when I was a yeah. kid, the. the The arcade scene was pretty funny because yeah. like he was intensely looking or flying that plane yeah. trying to kill a Drago. Yeah, Drago. Was Drago just another plane? It's, it, I think it's, it's just like the villain of that I game. I think it's an inter, it's a like an intergalactic game that he's playing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, I just thought like maybe it was a military game. Another thing that's annoying is like the two are like he's making references about like oh, I've been in worse dog fights before. It's like oh that didn't stop me from beating this villain. He's like no you could I know you could do it. like they're like 
talking like they understand each other, mm-hmm. but, but they they're really both don't. strangers. <laughs> so it's like it's it's video weird. games unite. He's everybody. like, use your photon torpedoes. So it's like this game doesn't have that. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, video games unite everybody. Yeah, it's true. Charlie is nosing through Shep's things and he finds his armor. After discovering a mugging and attempted sexual assault, Charlie dons the armor and goes to help. After talking big, one of the mm-hmm. muggers draws a pistol. Charlie instantly pleads with the mugger not to shoot, but to no avail. Charlie is shot, but the bullet is deflected. He gets up and says, I don't play defense. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Back to that. That's what I, I wouldn't have answered you thinking. Playing what was I laughing at? So funny. His <laughs> Academy Award acceptance speech. He said, "Thanks to the <laughs> offense, so I don't have to play defense." <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie gets shot, um, and he but he he's knocked over, and the muggers laugh and continue to assault the woman. Yeah. All of a sudden, the armor kicks into action and shoots mm-hmm. Charlie up and propels him. He starts doing him. a worm. He starts doing the worm. Yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah. And what setting is that needed for a suit? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, I'm going to do the worm setting right. to kick someone in the knees? Like, he no. Ex- he accidentally <laughs> hit the boogie down switch. <laughs> <laughs> it is a discotheque. It is. Roller rink. Um, so it also propels him into the air, and he falls on top of the muggers. Uh, and Oh, the mugger's victim runs up to Charlie. Uh, he incapacitates the assailants. The mugger's victim runs up to Charlie and offers a reward for his heroism. Charlie says it's all in a day's work, but his glowing codpiece can't hide the fact he more than likely has an erection. Yeah, because she said, if there's anything I can do for you. and He's like, it's all in a day's work, Yeah, man. The, like the, the codpiece starts lighting up. Mm-hmm. So it's to imply that he's yes very aroused. Yeah. But for children. Yeah. So he's, that they he's, think, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just lighting up. Yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. Okay. It's some of the adults would be like, oh, oh, oh. It's like, <laughs> it's a good thing my son's not picking up on this right now. Uh, yeah. The next scene, Shep is uh, napping and then runs out to yell at the whole neighborhood of people to keep it down. Yeah, that scene doesn't make any sense. It's just random. Yeah. He then goes over to a crying girl who has a cat in a tree. Uh, right. Uh, Shep, pull, Shep pulls the branch down. The girl exclaims that isn't her cat, and Shep launches the cat into the stratosphere. Little girl played by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, Moss yeah. of Handmaiden's Tale mm-hmm. and Mad of Mad Men. Men. And her first role, you don't... You guys don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, she, she's a I famous actress now. Well, so it's one of her first. Roles. I know the name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, I just really? knew that was a Himalayan what? cat. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> um, Shep then goes on a daytime walkabout. He crushes a melon in an old woman's face for fun, and he, cha- and he chases off the nighttime mime on his first day on the day shift. That poor guy. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah the, and his first day on the day shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The old lady tells him the softest melons are the best, the nice and ripe. <laughs> that, gotta give him good we got a good one. one. Yeah, he just crushes off. Think about a good one. <laughs> Shep gets back to the roller rink and sees someone's been dicking with his things. He, how he knows it's Charlie, I'm not sure. Anyway, Shep storms into Charlie's workplace and is given attitude by Charlie's boss's secretary, Margie, yeah. um, after demanding to know where Charlie is. We get another bit into how much Charlie's boss walks all over him, and boss man tells Charlie he needs important blueprints that night, which upsets Charlie, because that night is the night of the party that they're trying to woo the Japanese business people. Shep gets a hold of Charlie after, uh, to, oh, I thought I skipped a part. Um, oh, there's, there's a bit to where, um, the assistant's like, take a seat. And then he walks up with like a big bench. Cause he doesn't, he's like, oh, very know. funny. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then uh, Charlie walks out, and Shep gets a hold of him and pushes him against the wall. Secretary pulls a gun, but Charlie talks her down. Charlie and Shep get in Charlie's we'll take car. take it outside. Yeah. Charlie and yeah. Shep get in Charlie's car and is taken to the spot of Charlie's heroic act. Shep tells Charlie the serious repercussions of his sniffing around has, his <laughs> sniffing around has caused. So that the fact that Charlie shot a gun was like sending up like a homing yeah. beacon, like a flare. It's like, it's like sending up a flare. He's like, oh, Shep, I'm sorry. He's like, you didn't ask. Um, Charlie has inadvertently led two deadly bounty hunters to Earth, and Shep wants to find his missing weapon. The two track the weapon to a bank. The guys, the guys show up to see everyone at the bank is frozen, which Shep says is a temporary effect but leaves a big headache. Did you guys notice that there are some people who are blinking? Mm. Yeah, they're still, still very well. Yeah. The two, yes. the two find that it was the prior night's muggers are the culprits. The two thieves are in the bank vault and shoot at Shep when he attempts. Thank you. <laughs> and shoot at Shep when he attempts to retain his property. The mugger gleefully sends a cloud of ice Shep's way, but Shep walks through the cloud while drinking a small bottle of antifreeze. Antifreeze. Yeah. Uh, Charlie wasn't Classic. so lucky. The mugger, Charlie wasn't so lucky, so Charlie actually got hit in the line of mm-hmm. fire. He's like, oh, Charlie. Yeah. The muggers are foiled again, but that is the least of the hero's problems because the bounty hunters break down the walls of the vault and make their presence known. Shep closes the vault on them and picks up Frozen Charlie, and they hightail it out of there. Yeah. In paradise. Is that? No, that doesn't play until the end. That's that's in there somewhere. Yeah. That's towards the beginning. And then there's another one that's like, Da day, ba da da dum, the party. That's the roller rink. That's the roller rink. Yes. That was a good song. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good song. Yeah. Back at the rink, Charlie unfreezes, and Shep tells him how dire the situation has become. Shep tries and fails to attempt to get his ship working. Shep tells Charlie they have to fight. Back at the, So now they're back at the house. Shep is readying his arsenal and telling Charlie what his role is going to be. Charlie nuts up and yells at Shep. He chastises him for bringing his weapons and dangerous life to him and his family, thus putting all of them in danger. Shep concedes and owns up to it. But there's still the issue of Shep's wrecked ship. He mentions he needs simian crystals. Simian, simian crystals. crystals. That's what it was. To get, uh, to get the ship to go, which is the very thing Charlie's boss's prize trophies are made from. So the trophies how, from the beginning. How convenient. Yes, exactly. So at this party, Charlie has to go and present his blueprints to yeah. Larry Miller. and But they go in effort to get the simian crystals. Yeah. The funny bit is they both walk in and Hulk's in a tuxedo. Like they're mm. both in tuxedos. Mm. And they go, yeah. they run into Margie or whatever, and uh, and uh, she's like, "Party's pretty boring, right?" She's like, "I prefer football." And he's like, "Football." She's like, "What could be better than burly boys trying to score or whatever?" And Hulk has a funny line to him. He's like, uh, "A big burly boy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that? Wait, wait, he was sleeveless on that, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. No, uh, no, no, I'm thinking he, of no he, holds barred. <laughs> well, no, there, there was a. There was a like WWF like award show or whatever yeah. where or Hulk like, was playing or releasing of like WWF the music. Record. Yeah, exactly. And Hulk Hogan was playing bass, and he had he was had a sleeveless tuxedo mm-hmm. on. I will say there is another funny part that is actually uh, thanks big for Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, is uh, when before they go to the bank, Shep shows that he oh, has yeah, this yeah. he has this tool that can help track down where his weapons are, and. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is like, of course, we could have been using this before. And he's like, shut up. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like he realizes like, yeah, I know, I made a mistake. Like, mm-hmm. we could have been using this. Um, right. But yeah, they're, yeah. they're at the party and uh, Charlie. Are you going to say something, Stephanie? 
Oh, I was just agreeing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, you're uh, good. And like they go up to Larry Miller's office, or at least where um, they go to Larry Miller's office yeah. and see the, that the crystals aren't there. And he's like, thanks, Charlie. Thanks a lot. Like, now what are we going to do? Now we're dead. Yeah. But they find out it's on another floor and they go down yeah. there and Larry Miller's pissed. And he's like, where, where are the plans, Charlie? And blah, blah, blah. Because he's trying to schmooze with the Japanese business yeah. people. Um, but the bounty hunters have tracked them down yeah. to the party. And uh, a big fight ensues. Yes. Oh, okay. When you said the awards, they're like trophies, kind of. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like yeah, Oscars, like the, right? Yeah, like the trophies. And they're made of crystals? They're made of crystals. crystals. Yeah, yeah. okay. Which um, he's, he's and, obviously... And they were in his office in the beginning of the movie? They were in Larry yeah. Miller's office. Yeah, because he's like, see these awards? Simeon Crystals yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so you're like, why is he so specific? And now we see. Because Hulk needs Simeon Crystals to power his ship. Oh. Hulk needs Simeon Crystals so, to Hulk so up. all he needed to do was apply for a job. And then he would have been <laughs> yeah, able... He could have been like... <laughs> if only it were that easy. Yeah, then he could, he could have passed as an employee like Kramer in that episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. Or just, just in, in that briefcase. Crackers. <laughs> gives himself an ulcer. And at the end, he's like, Mr. Kramer, you don't work here, do you? <laughs> and it's... That's a, that's, go watch Seinfeld, everybody. Um, but essentially, the bounty hunters show up and a, a big fight ensues. Yeah, with, between Shep and the bounty hunters. Yeah, it's a pretty, it, it's the last time we see the bounty hunters because he <laughs> effectively puts them out. And the it's most a big like slapstick melee. Yeah, the yes. most memorable scene is when uh, uh, he's he's taking all them out and he just can't seem to put down the Undertaker, which uh, it would be a, an allegory for his uh, wrestling career. He's when the, the Undertaker was just a little yeah. baby Undertaker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just a little baby Undertaker. Uh, but then. The it's it's this big climactic like crescendoing music, and the Undertaker looks at him, and in a little little kid's voice, he's like, "You're a dead man, Ramsey." <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. Hey, love that part. And the look on Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan has like a great look on his face. He's like, "No wonder you guys never talk." <laughs> but like that that's the like if you search this movie, that's usually in like I, a compilation of best movie. I, clips. I would bet a hundred bucks that Undertaker didn't know that he Mark Calloway. Yeah. Did not know that they dub his voice. That they dubbed his voice. Yeah. Kind of like Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> like he like didn't know David that his voice Prowse was like, "Hey, wait a minute, <laughs> that's not my voice." Yeah. You you knew that when they wrote mm-hmm. that joke. They're like, "This is." It's like when you make an album, you can see what the single. You're like this song's a single. They probably wrote that. And they're like, "This joke is." This joke's gonna. Mm-hmm. That's big money right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've dispatched of the of the they've dispatched of the bounty hunters. Yeah. Uh, but all the while, while Shelley Duvall is trying to put the family the family to bed, uh, General Souter shows up. Yeah, it's kind of, it's it's kind of an intense moment because there's no music. It's right. just the sound of her walking around the house, turning the lights off, something mm-hmm. like that. So usually, studies have shown that like in in movies, audiences tend tend to be most tensed up when there's no music because mm-hmm. you f- you feel like there's an impending doom. Right, coming. Right. It's you about know. to come. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's shown that General Souter is not dead. No. Um, and, he, and he sees that he can take this family hostage yeah. uh, because, because the homing device has led him there, but he can take yeah. the family hostage because he sees the picture of Shep eating cake. <laughs> Uncomfortably <laughs> eating around. cake. Yeah. Um, so now Christopher Lloyd, or Shep is back at the ship, and Christopher Lloyd's like, you know, I guess this is goodbye. He's Did like, good. He's like, I don't do goodbyes, Charlie. And Charlie leaves, and then he comes back and sees that his family's being held hostage. And then he comes back in, like he ends up back at the roller rink, and Shep's like, I thought I said I didn't 
you know, I told you don't do goodbyes, Charlie. He's like, Shep, I'm so sorry. And Suter walks in with a gun to Charlie's back and the family being held hostage. Wait, and that's the end of the movie. I don't know. Wait a second. <laughs> Credits. When did Charlie, Charlie caught him working out using a telescope. He was, he was working out with his telescope. Do you, do you remember that part? <laughs> He was he was doing that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, way back early in the movie. Like the, yeah, yeah like he eight, was he yeah. was working out and one of it one of them was a telescope. Yeah, yeah one one was like uh it looked like a like a uh it looked like he was holding like a saw. Like or part something. of like right. part of like what like a bandsaw would be on. Yeah, yeah. He just found two heavy things. Like, oh, okay. Right. Which I didn't know until like this cuz it to me when I was just watching it like before this last time we watched it, it just looked like two heavy metal things, mm-hmm. but That's I didn't realize I they were his tools. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> two, two trusses. Like, I yeah, found these things, things and they're He stripped them off of a car, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I had to bring that part up. I thought that mm-hmm. part was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> he's, but he's so strong. He's space strong. And then I, I, I had the volume turned down pretty low when I watched it last time, but... You scared? Well, <laughs> Chris, Christopher Lloyd, Charlie was talking to him. I don't remember what he said. He said something. I was frozen today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Is yeah, that what he said? No, well, I mean, he said a lot of things to him in this movie. Mm-hmm. They had they had a lion's share of the dialogue. I, I was I just remembered when they're when they're in the elevator at Charlie's work, you start to see kind of a change in Shep. He's like, "Man, Charlie, you have it all." Yeah, you got a family and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And so Charlie's starting to get confidence in himself yeah. to not be walked all over and Shep wants to Settle down. Yeah. So that's it kind seems. of the, that's kind yeah. of the trade they're trying to yeah. portray. There. Yeah. But he doesn't right. stay on earth. They helped yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so eventually, Suter is uh, is holding the the family hostage, and he's like, "I know you care about these people." And uh, he's like, "I just care about chocolate cake." Yeah. He's like, I, also, "I don't care about." Them. I also think when he put on the suit, he. I don't know. The suit did something to to Charlie. Yes. Yeah. I feel. I yeah. feel like. I feel like that could have been yeah. the case. Because because that was him when he was saving the woman. That was him like being brave and yeah, taking like, a chance. Well, he felt. Yeah, he felt more confident. So yeah, he, with that suit on. So he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna say this to you because, you know, now and then, I don't know. Yeah. Well, when Shep Shep, um, basically, enlists his help. Like he's like, you know about this. Here's the threat that's coming. I'm gonna need your help with this. Mm-hmm. So you can easily see Charlie being like, "All right, I gotta step up." Yeah, like, to my boss, like, like he this. needs yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Shep initiates self-destruct in his ship after realizing that he does care for the family, but he yeah. has a plan, and he turns the gun on and he turns a gun on Suter and reasons with them. Let the family go, and Suter can do whatever he wants with them. He won't even put up a fight. There's some people you probably shouldn't give free range to. (laughs) Suter might want to try butt stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Who knows what Suter's going to do to him? Oh, really? And he's like, Shep said said it himself. He's someone who is true to his word. So being a man of his word, Shep can't put up a fight. So whatever Suter decides to shove up there, Shep has no one to blame but himself. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is true, though. Yeah. Yeah. So the family escapes, but while racing back home, Charlie pulls into a gas station, tells his family he has to go back and help Shep. Leaves All- his family into uh, at, a, at a gas station yes. yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yep. All the while, Shep is bested up, is bested in his showdown with Suter. Mm-hmm. After standing, his, after stranding his family, Charlie drives to the roller rink and runs into Suter. He sees Shep is knocked out, and while trying to wake him up, Suter threatens Charlie. 
Charlie grabs a piece of Shep's armor, and against Shep's urging, he takes a firm grip of Suter's nuts and squeezes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. like with anybody else, this has a negative effect of Su- on Suter, and he turns into his true form, a frightening alien creature. <laughs> the, the, I, the makeup effects are great mm-hmm. in this I scene. Agree. Yeah, it's like that—that that is that—that's very characteristic, even of bad movies, like especially bad horror movies. Like the plot and the acting could be terrible, but the visual effects are usually the same people who do like the high profile movies will also do this because it's mm-hmm. it's work. Yeah. So mm-hmm. plus they make him the same size as Hulk Hogan and he actually yeah. made that mm-hmm. comment the last time we watched it. Well, you kind of look like him. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, no, Hulk Hogan the, versus the, Hulk Hogan. The, the <laughs> handlebar mustache yeah. and he had it looked like he had the hair too. Right. <laughs> if you looked yeah. at it, yeah, it's he looks a- like yeah. the missing link version. An alien with a handlebar Hulk, mustache. Hulk, yeah. Hulk Hogan versus Hulk Hogan. If, if yeah. Hulk Hogan played reptile, that's what he looked. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah. No, I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm saying. No, I, I, yeah. that was one thing when we watched it together. That yeah. was like one thing I remembered well about that movie is mm-hmm. he yeah. turns into something at the end, at the yeah. end of this movie. It's like a, fr- like a it, it's, it's frightening. It's kind of like a frightening it monster. It is very scary like looking monster. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was like, oh, he kind of looks like Hulk Hogan. I, I'm like, oh, Hulk Hogan versus Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I hated the monologue that he gave before. Yeah. Oh, oh and it's, can I just say, yeah. before the thing turns in, he goes, <laughs> he was like, oh, go away. Like, that's all. He wasn't like, oh my gosh, hey, get get him safe. No, he's like, hey, go away. Charlie, don't do that. No, Charlie. He's like, be be safe. Like, go away. Charlie, get out of here, Charlie. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, Charlie, Charlie. All they needed to do was give him some lettuce or something to eat. Hey, no, (laughs) No, yeah. no. It was so casual. It's like, okay, get out of here. <laughs> it's like, okay, no, I guess I will. Yeah, exactly. Reptiles like lettuce. Just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I right. was no <laughs> the the whole monologue was so stupid. I was like, man, this guy's a really bad. Yeah, the, he was so what what uh, melodramatic. Melodramatic. Yeah, gone, Suter? Uh, yeah. yeah, he was so uh, arbitrary. Arbitrary. I don't he was know. oh, he was over the top. Like really yeah. theatrical. Well, oh even, my gosh, so bad. And even Hulk Hogan commented on it. He's like, "Oh, so that's you're gonna kill me by talking me to death <laughs> yeah. or something like that." Kind of like an like the 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 commentary on mm-hmm. villains having the big monologues yeah. of just killing I guess someone. Yeah. I also hated that the uh, fight scene, like just the uh, the whole uh, encounter scene of uh, that it just took place in a house. Like why a house? Like right. I, I don't know. I just. I would like, think of something better in house. Like when Suter abducted like Charlie and his family. Yeah. 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 I would think. I don't know. I would picture something like a warehouse or something like yeah. that, or outside, not inside the house. Yeah. I I I I don't know why, but like whenever. Whenever Charlie goes back to the house and Suter's with his family, and uh, Suter mentions Shep, and Charlie's like Suter. I don't. I. I kind. I don't know. I think I like it just because like Charlie is now like working with Shep. Yeah. I can and Shep see that. has briefed him on everything, and so Charlie's aware of the threat, and so yeah. he's in like hero mode. Mm, but so you must thinks, be shooter. Yeah. Suter. He, yeah. He, he thinks Suter's dead and stuff, so he has as much invested in this as Shep does. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Suter. I don't know. Why. I just. I think that's yeah, kind of cool that, that he acknowledges that, mm-hmm. yeah. like this this threat. He's not like, who's that? He's like, Suter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But alien suitor now backhands Charlie mm-hmm. and starts choking Shep. 
But uh, even in a compromising position, Shep kind of gets the upper hand and he mm-hmm. electrocutes the, yeah. the suitor alien monster. Yeah. But the self-destruct goes off and it explodes the roller rink, uh, leaving Charlie amongst the rubble. Um, Which Charlie's car, and this is going to be a gripe I have at the end, Charlie's mm-hmm. car is in the roller rink when it self-destructs. And at the end, we see Charlie driving his car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's a hey, it's like what quantum s- physics. Yeah, exactly. Quantum loop. American-made exactly. cars, baby. Yeah, ex- ex- <sighs> some idiot's gonna have that. Hey, it's American-made. It's probably why it can American's survive. American-made. All you need is a screwdriver. Yeah, it can survive alien attacks. It can survive uh, self-destruction. American-made, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Uh, but the, his family shows up, and uh, Shep tells them that Charlie saved him, and he's a hero. And Shelley Duvall's like, "Next, he do something like that." I'll kill you. Yeah, she's uh, she's not a yeah. good actress. And then it fades oh, into uh, it fades into um, it yeah, fades it's Christopher into, Lloyd. We Christopher just got Lloyd done talking is, about this. is the best. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Sean Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Murphy. Yep. Charlie and his family are with Shep, and Shep is wearing a Charlie. Or no, it fades into a shot of Shep with a duffel bag walking down the yeah. street, and he's wearing a blue long sleeve t shirt and very loud pants. Yeah, and, <laughs> very uh, vibrant pants very, with a very very and, tight uh, blue long and, sleeve. Oh yeah. And uh, the and Sean Murphy, the video game kid, comes up. He's like, "You leaving?" He's like, "Yep." Gotta go. He's gonna go fight the bad guys, something like that. Gotta and go fight the bad guys. Then the skateboard kids show up again, and he's uh, like, "Sup, fucker? <laughs> Remember me, fucker? Uh, got my head I stuck could, in a banister. I could take you down, big bitch. Gobbler. Uh, yeah, uh, I can take you down, you big bitch. But uh, but he's like, uh, Shep grabs his skateboard and starts doing really rad skateboard tricks, like yeah, flipping, yeah, yeah, yeah. flipping and doing backflips in the air and corkscrews and like yeah. handstands and like, whoa, radical dude. Yeah. And, but he, he breaks the board because he's 350 pounds. He threw pounds. the board into space, didn't he? <laughs> he, 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 did, he did one, yeah. one of the times, yeah. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, uh, in celebration, he threw this one into space yes. too. But he, Fuck yeah! He, he, bro- he broke the little Goddamn kids. Clouds. Fuck you, clouds! <laughs> he broke he broke the kids' board, but Shep gave him to. like a like he gave him like a space yeah. type board. He's like radical How did he get dude. That? He sees the same little girl crying and goes up and he's like, "What now?" And she's like, "My cat." And he's like, "For real this time?" And she shakes her head yeah. and he like pulls it down. She's like, "Bad kitty!" And as the cat runs off, the little girl's holding it on the branch. He lets go and the little girl gets launched. <laughs> yeah. um, she just, which is very realistic. She just yes, the way exactly. she flies. Eyes in the air is very realistic. Yeah, yeah. That's happened to me. You know? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do no. tell. Please tell. Yes, yes, I flew in the air because it's a very realistic situation. Yeah, you're holding on to a branch and some neighborhood kid is like, here, hold on to this branch. <laughs> and it's all right, here we go. And so I go. don't I don't yeah. get the girl on the damn cat. She's I think like, it's just a comedian. Why is that yeah. part of the movie? Yeah. What, did she not get a good look at the damn cat? <laughs> yeah. How'd she, she's just walking around. and She, she doesn't yeah. even have a cat. Yeah. And she's walking around. She just sees a cat in a tree. And she's like, my cat's in the tree. <laughs> she's a cat and the way he's like, he's like, are you sure? Yeah. He's, he's like, really? Are you sure? Yeah. The girl it's like, goes. It's very convincing. The, yeah, exactly. The girl goes flying, but he runs off and catches her. Yeah. Um, it'd be funny if she flew into space. Yes, that would be very funny. <laughs> um, and then now, now they're on a, they're on a rooftop, and Charlie and his family are seeing Shep off, and uh, Martin no, Margie, helipad, not helipad, just a random yeah. rooftop. And like Margie, Margie is going to space with Shep for some yeah. space shagging. <laughs> he's like, he's like. 
Because oh, Charlie quits his job. He like yeah. the the finally the final piece de resistance to his to his transformation is he goes into Larry Miller, who had been entertaining these Japanese yeah. business people this whole time because he's waiting for Charlie and his yeah. blueprints. He hands it to him and he's like, you know, do whatever you want. I quit. Yeah. He's like you can't quit. And he's like, all right, whatever. Um, he's like, all right, you're right. I don't quit. <laughs> yeah, but they're on the helipad and Shep is all decked out in his space stuff. He's like, what are you gonna do? And he's like, I don't know. We'll see, which is very comforting uh, okay. to his family because he <laughs> yes. doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. Um, something will come up. Yeah. And then uh, he gives Charlie, like, Charlie's keeping one of his guns. Just like, you can leave, but I'm keeping this. Yeah. And they end up at the same traffic light. Was that the freeze gun? Uh, it was no, like it's, the it's, laser it's, gun, yeah. like, oh. at the beginning when oh, he like, yeah, first yeah. finds but the end stuff. The one he used when he put on the suit, right? Uh, I think the one he used when he shot through the apartment wall and that's what sent up like <laughs> yeah, the home yeah, yeah, beacon. Yeah. Uh, but he has it and he's at the very same troublesome traffic light. He shoots it. It goes out. Everyone's cheering and they ride off in the distance as, uh, Bonanza starts playing. Yeah. Well, and it pans up to an aerial shot and everyone in traffic is like following Charlie and is to assume that they all follow him home. I don't know. Yeah. Then they get there. Sorry, I like ahead, yeah. I like oh. that helic. I'm sorry. I like that helicopter. But I'm sorry. It's not a helicopter. <laughs> he gets in a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. I like that last well, farewell scene. I was, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. I was gonna bring that back. Did yeah. we talk about the whole like, oh, I can't have a family, and then that girl, yeah, yeah. that hot little secretary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, are you coming? Uh, oh, he yeah, has yeah. potential mm-hmm. to I, have. I forget that he mentioned that he's like, I don't, I don't want a family. And dude. then she's yeah. like, hi, come on in. Yeah. You know? What are you going to do for a job? Yeah. That, yeah. Which yeah. they could just be fuck buddies bumping uglies. <laughs> yeah. So. Out in space. Yeah. But yeah. the way that they I insinuated that is that he was <laughs> yeah. going to start a family. He's like, you have a family. And then she's yeah. like, hello. And yes. he's like, oh, he could have a family too. Yeah, exactly. You have some space babies. I am a real American. <laughs> 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 oh, starts slowly playing as, as it pans out. <laughs> but Charlie shoots the traffic light and the yeah. crowd. Its role mm-hmm. as uh, as Charlie is a new man, and uh, people follow him home. Yeah, and it'd be funny if he gets home in his driveway and he's like, "What are you all doing?" It's here? like Forrest Gump to where yeah. it's like, "I think I'm gonna go home now." Yeah, what do we do? <laughs> all the people who are following him, <laughs> they running, follow. they're like, "What do we do now?" The race. I yeah. think yeah. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, Charlie is the new Moses. Yeah, exactly. And that was Suburban Commando. Mm-hmm. We went pretty oh, long on yeah. this one, so real quick, Dave and Stephanie. I know, kind of periodically, we maybe mention stuff, but something we like to do on here at the end is what was good about this bad Christopher movie? Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Agreed. Yep, Christopher um, Lloyd. The wholesomeness. Okay. And even if Hulk Hogan isn't a good actor, it's almost comedic watching him yeah. try mm-hmm. and act. He's yep. very likable. Except for, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, to those who think he's a good actor, I agree. Yay. You know, but <laughs> sure. Also, the comedic. He's not. But, he's uh, not. The comedic yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's some There's funny He's wholesome. There's here. something likable yeah. about him. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. not bad. So if anyone disagrees with me, well, I'll oh, agree well. with you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I agree and disagree. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Depends on which side of the fence you're on and who I'm hanging out with that day. Right. Yeah. But David, Stephanie, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Hope for you guys being had on. a good time. Yeah. yeah. Hope you guys had. Thank a good you guys time. for letting us yeah, be on the show. You. I'm honored. You know. Yes. And starstruck. Oh thank my you. goodness. I'm so starstruck. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I guess I owe you guys some money. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh wait. What? I'll take money. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, 
And uh, we have much more Hulk Hogan movies to come from this one. Yeah. But until next time, the house lights are up, the film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time.